Hello and welcome to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evie. I am excited you are listening today. This show inspires and empowers you to take the next step towards a life you can't stop thinking about. I am bringing in people from all over the world with authentic and inspiring stories. People who change their lives from good to better, from miserable to great, turned strategy into hope and became successful entrepreneurs and business owners, living their dream life on their own terms. Grab your favorite note-taking device, lean back and get inspired. I believe that everything you need to create the life of your dreams is already within you. So in today's episode, in today's conversation, I am going on an adventure with Helen, a former teacher who has bought a camp and turned it into something where the magic is happening. Hello, Helen. Thank you for being here with me today. Would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. So my name is Helen Christopher, and I'm the owner of Brookledge. It's a former girls' summer camp just outside of Saratoga, New York. So we're about three hours north of New York City. And I live on 60 acres in what used to be the nurse's cabin. And now we welcome guests to stay in our cabins and glamping tents. And we have wedding events and uh, different retreats here on the property. Wow, it's super exciting. And what's even more exciting is that it hasn't been always like this. You are a former teacher. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Like how you came to your teaching career and why you left it and especially how you left it? Yeah. So I think like a lot of teachers, I knew at a very young age, I wanted to be a teacher. And I remember volunteering in classrooms and, um, you know, always looking for ways that I could help teachers and be uh, around children. When I went to college, I was super excited, and I quickly graduated with my master's and found a job right away. And I really enjoyed it. I loved the children. I loved the creativity. But then I was noticing um, that it was starting to lose its fun. It wasn't, I wasn't having the ability to be as creative as much. The teaching world has changed a lot uh, during that, that time that I was a teacher. So after 17 years, I realized I, I needed to do something else. And I had actually gotten my real estate license. I thought maybe real estate would be a, a great option. And this was during the time of COVID. So I was teaching remotely at home, teaching children through a computer. And it made me realize at that point that this wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. With uh, my real estate license, I was doing some research and looking online at different properties and seeing what was on the market. And I discovered that Brookledge was for sale. And I had attended Brookledge in 2015 for an event. A friend of ours was getting married on the property. I remember that place was just, it was, there was something about it that was calming. Uh, There were beautiful trails everywhere. The buildings needed some work, but you could see that they had potential. And the fact that you are completely in nature and only 10 miles from Saratoga, which is a little more of a a city, not a huge city, but a a little bit larger of a space where people could quickly come up from New York City and spend time there was amazing. And I told my husband and he saw it too. And he was like, absolutely. So we looked at the property and unfortunately it was already under contract. Somebody from New Jersey had, um, was in the process of purchasing it and they were Mm -hmm. going to turn it into like a campground. Like they were a place where motorhomes could come. 
the community wasn't super thrilled about that. They they liked the idea of it staying a wooded kind of nature place. For whatever reason, the New Jersey company that was going to buy it didn't end up buying it. And the owners reached out to us and said, hey, it's still available if you want it. And and I was I was like, absolutely. So within two weeks, we put our house on the market and we moved right on to the Brookledge property. And then we started renovating it and turning it into a business. Wow. Yeah, it was a very quick transition. People were kind of in shock. Mm -hmm. We will talk about that in a moment. I can imagine. It, it must be must have been an adventure, as you mentioned before. I would like to go a little bit back into your teaching career because you said yeah. that you thought back in college that you have found your passion mm -hmm. and you've been pursuing the passion for 17 years. What has happened in that time that you all of a sudden felt like, okay, this is not for me anymore? Can you go a little bit into depth? Yeah, I think as a teacher, I always really valued the child as a whole. I mm -hmm. enjoyed working with the child, not only on their reading, writing, and math, but working on character development and building their leadership skills and doing hands-on activities. As the teaching profession has changed, um, and I can only speak from the district that I was in. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are other schools that were still having this. I was noticing that the emphasis on the character traits and the leadership skills and the hands-on activities were less and less. And we were spending more time on the reading, the writing, and the arithmetic, which is very important. But I think if children don't have the opportunity to be creative, to try team building, communication skills, I think we're missing something. And for me, I was missing that as a teacher. I wasn't doing what I felt like I was there to do. Mm -hmm. And there was a void. So for that reason, I, I was looking to do something else that would fill that void. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that the hospitality industry, you know, helping people create these memories was exactly what I was looking for. I get an opportunity to provide a space where people can come and have a romantic getaway or a weekend with their girlfriends or even getting married here. And I'm part of something very memorable for them. And that I'm enjoying. I'm really loving that. And I still get to see children because families come here and I see the kids running around and having the best time. So that I'm loving and I'm not regretful of my decision. There's some mm -hmm. things that I do miss, like the consistent paycheck and the health care and those benefits. Yeah, um, it was a big transition going to becoming a self-employed entrepreneur, uh, then having a, a job where we could have a steady paycheck and those types of benefits was beneficial. Mm -hmm. I think that's understandable. I think every entrepreneur who, yeah, if you start entrepreneuring once, we do it all for a reason, right? For the freedom reason yeah. and you know, our passion, but it's uh, always a, a challenge or something in your in your mind that will keep you quite aware. So I, I got two thoughts as I was listening, Helen, and the one thing was I would have wished when I was a child, to have a teacher like you. Thank you. Thank you so I, much. I really I did love the it. Yeah. 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 Like, I struggled so much with finding that I belong to, what I want to be doing, right? Because I felt very early that... I'm not going to do the thing that everybody is doing, right? This is how I could put it back down in my young brain. That like, this is, I, I don't know, university. I don't know what and what for. And when I saw my parents going to work, 
day in, day out, right? And those complaints and my mom and my dad were awful, awfully complaining, right? About how much work they have to do, right? And I was like, they're never at home. I'm like, I don't want to be like that. I felt that so early, but I could not place it, right? Because we've been only, as you said, writing and reading, and there was no guidance in the directions. I would have loved to have you as a teacher. Uh, I, I, I love this Thank thought you. overall. And Thank you. when you said that you want to create memories, I mentioned it already before that you literally reminded me of the weekend with my friend when I was in a very similar place as you are having now, where um, I gave it initially to a, a present to my boyfriend, but we broke up in the meantime and he was hurt and gave it back to me. So I got the chance to exactly create those memories you're speaking about with my friend because I took my best friend with me and we spent two days in the woods and it was just one of my beautiful, most beautiful weekends I have spent with my friend back then. So I also totally support what you are doing right now. I think it's it's amazing. It's, you're really creating magic for people and they will carry those adventures they have experienced at your place for the rest of their life. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm loving it. And I'm loving seeing people disconnect. For whatever reason, um, our worlds have become for our phones to screens we've been become, become very busy as a society mm-hmm. and i love seeing people come into nature they put their phone down they're walking the trails they're spending time floating in the water uh, so i'm loving that part and the feedback that i'm getting from the guests it's funny one of our very first guests and um, i hope that she listens to this she had reached out she says helen i'm not my husband really loves nature it's not really my thing Mm-hmm. Um, am I going to be able to enjoy myself there? And I said, absolutely. And she's already been messaging me about coming back this summer. Um, so she had come last year and she said it was a perfect balance of being in nature, but still having the comforts and being able to relax with your family. And so that, that brought a lot of joy to me to know that we have something for everybody. And it's not just for people who want to camp. Uh, we do have air conditioning in our cabins and nice mm-hmm. cozy beds. So um, that made me really happy to see that we can bring joy here to all kinds of people. That is not just for one group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful. And like you mentioned before, that just the time when you quit your te- like your teaching job that you got your real estate license. Is this something you have applied per- on a purpose for? Yeah, so originally, yeah, originally the plan was, so I was thinking to myself, how could I get out of teaching? How could I leave my teaching career and do something different? Mm -hmm. And get out of teaching isn't the right word, but a lot of teachers are talking about, like, they're not happy and they want to do something else. So I didn't want to go back to college. That I didn't want to do. So what were my options? I had seen real estate. I love houses. I love designing. I love renovating. I thought that might be a nice option. And I could take the exam from home and, and learn how to do it. And I did. I passed the exam. And then I realized I didn't really want to be selling houses. <laughs> so, but I think that that real estate opportunity led to us finding Brookledge. If I mm-hmm. wasn't doing that, I wouldn't have been online looking at properties and have found this. So I, I do think that there was a reason for that and it was never for me to sell houses but I think it was what needed to happen 
for me to find this place. Mm -hmm. That makes any sense. I, I think there was a, you know, sometimes I believe that things happen for a reason. And I, and I strongly believe that that real estate opportunity happens if I could find for Fletch. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I, I would say, like from my experience, from my own, but also from other people's experience who are establishing a business, you come with an ID and it's never crystal clear from the very beginning, right? It, lots of people don't allow different thoughts to come, different ideas to appear, right? Because I meant to be this, I want to be this, right? And get super stagnant. And this is also where the creativity just, you know, uh, disappears and it leads to frustration. And I just want to point out here at this point that what you've been going through or through going through or what you experience is such a normal thing to do, right? Like before I decided to guide people as a mindset coach into uh, entrepreneur into entrepreneur world and to buckle up for that uh, roller coaster, right? I thought I'm gonna be teaching productivity, right? Because this is what I'm good at. This is what I've been really doing. But then I realized, like, oh no, this is like too totally, you know, against my values because I don't believe in this hustle hard world we are at the moment in. But I believe that. In alignment with your values and your personal needs, you can achieve more. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody needs to do the work, right? But if you take care of yourself, you're most likely to establish a thriving business than if you just, at all times, just drain your energy, right? And I just wanted to point out that this is like so normal. And I appreciate you sharing this, that there was actually a different plan behind it. Yeah, and I do feel, and I don't know if you're feeling this, that the younger generation is leaning more to that, that they are not about the hustle, but more about the experiences and enjoying their life fully. And I have to say that they're inspiring me to do the same thing. And I think mm -hmm. that was another, I do believe that a lot of people in my age bracket, so I'm 43, I do believe a lot of people that are in the same um, age are looking to see, okay, I've been doing this now for over a decade. Is it truly bringing me joy? If it's not, I think a lot of people are making changes mm -hmm. and I think that's okay. It's a scary thing. And a lot of us don't want to leave that steady paycheck, but we find ways, we find ways to change things and, and make things happen. But like you said, not necessarily the hustle, but finding that balance. Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely i mean you are your foundation of your business and if you don't function nothing else is gonna function like that's at least my opinion and you mentioned earlier that you also got your husband immediately to hop on your idea and your plan yeah he loved this place just as much as i did so mm -hmm. he not he he saw the potential for it as a business but he also saw the potential as a beautiful place to live and we have um, a, a teenage son, he's 13. We just saw it as a great opportunity to bring our son here and to be surrounded by nature and to find all of the benefits of that. And he was also looking to reduce some of that hustle mm -hmm. kind of mentality. So he also is an entrepreneur, he owns an auto repair shop and he finds peace coming back home to here. And I think that's one of the reasons he was okay with doing that. Mm -hmm. So it was not hard convincing him. Not at all. No, he was, he was on board and he's not one for a lot of change, but he was okay with this change. 
Love it. Love it. And you mentioned earlier that, or I read it on your Instagram, actually, that you, you said that you guys went on an adventure and adventures are super exciting. I mean, by saying going on an adventure with buying this property, right? But it can also be super challenging. Would you like to uh, tell us a little bit more about the challenges you've been through and how you mastered them? Yeah, so it it, I'm, it has not been all rainbows and unicorns. You're 100% correct. When we first moved onto the property, we were the first people to ever live here. It was always a summer camp. Mm -hmm. Because of that, the property was set up for summer use. Now, anybody who knows upstate New York knows that we deal with, with winters and we deal with snow and the cold. So we did have to make some changes Uh, such as things like the well where the water was coming from. We had to um, make changes with the plumbing and the uh, water lines. So that was very challenging. We also had to make sure all of the buildings had insulation. We had to put windows. All of the cabins were set up for wintertime, so they were just screens. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of things that we had to change that we weren't originally thinking about. And that's been the hardest part is the renovation phase and making sure that we are designing the place that guests would want to use and not just one type of guest, but all kinds of guests that it's safe for children. It's safe for people that may have mobility issues that people from urban communities can understand how to live out in, in the, the woods. So those are the things that we had to, to change and to adapt to. So there, and also to start a business. Mm -hmm. We had to make a place for us to live and be comfortable, but to also figure out the correct licensing and the permits and the different things that we would need for that. So there was definitely a lot of learning, a lot of hard work, building, meeting with people and um, getting our ideas and visions to actually happen. So it, it's, it's been very hard work. And right now we are towards the end of the renovations mm -hmm. and it's really, there's a lot going on. So that's the part that's hard. We should be done with all of our renovations by the end of May. So we're getting really close um, to getting that completed. But it, it's it's challenging. It's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you see things that you had in your head and your mind come true, it's it's a great feeling. And then to have people enjoy it and say, wow, that's beautiful. It's, it's, a, it's a great experience. Yeah. It's hard, but it's a great experience. Yeah, I get that. I can relate. So if you can some make somebody happy, you get all the love back and all the gratitude from people. And then you actually know why you started and why you're doing it. So did I understand correctly that uh, the realization that you have to put in so much renovation, so much renovation work came when you already bought the property? Like the, the, yeah. the, the reality check? Yeah, I, I don't know if, uh, have you ever um, like gone into a place and you're like, oh, we're just going to put in a new shower. Like we're going to just, or we're going to quickly change the kitchen. And you think mm -hmm. it's going to be quick and easy. And then you realize once you take it out, how, how hard it really is. All of the things that you can't see, so the plumbing and the electrical stuff and the structural work. And so, yeah, I had originally thought in my mind that, we would have everything done in a year and mm -hmm. I had an idea of how much it was going to cost and it took two years mm -hmm. and it took twice the amount of money to do it. 
and we all know that anybody who's renovated a project when we think it's going to cost you know a quick renovation and it's never that way so that was very that was a, a very hard pill to swallow to find that we would need road work done and we'd have to bring stone in for the the pathways and trees that were unhealthy we had to remove them there was all these little things besides just adding paint and decorating the cabins that we that i didn't think about my husband's a little more practical and and, and he sees the things that need to be done and he's like helen this isn't this is going to take months to do i'm like no no we can do it in a week and he's mm-hmm. usually right it takes mm-hmm. months to do yep <laughs> also a pretty natural process i i can relate to that things you've never done before they're usually gonna take longer than you think you're gonna need for them Yes. And luckily we are surrounded by people who are very handy and mm-hmm. have been able to help us. So we're extremely fortunate. Our, our neighbor right now is helping us with some excavation work. And I don't know what we would do if we didn't have these people to help us out. Um, we would, we would have to add two more years of renovation if it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. That's I, I think super exciting. Um, has, have there been any moments, Helen, where you thought like, okay, I'm going to give up on this. I'm done with this renovation and I'm done with this dream. I'm just going to go back to be a teacher or whatever it is. There have been times that I've been very frustrated, um, but I never had the thought of going back to teaching. So I knew mm-hmm. that I was in the right direction, I, but it was hard. And I am very fortunate that not only do I have people who are handy, but I have people who are cheerleaders. And I think oh. anytime that you are making a big change like this, you need you need your friends that are going to cheer you on and say, nope, you're doing the right thing. You're right. This is hard. Let's go. I'm picking up right now. Let's go get something to eat. Like you need those people uh, that will show up and help you when things aren't going the way that they are expected to go. It's going to happen. But yeah, mm-hmm. there were times I was in the woods crying, thinking, what did I get myself into? But I think the hard times um have been out i think the good times have outweighed the hard times and and that's okay right now it's a hard time i'll be honest we just have a lot happening we have some strict deadlines we have a wedding coming up and some big events that are happening here in a couple months so it's a little stressful but i know that once we get past this phase that things are going to be much better and i'll be able to have more of that balance again right now we're in the baby phase you know Mm -hmm. whenever when so when we had our child he you're spending so much time and devotion to them and right now i'm spending so much time and devotion to the business but i know that it won't be long that we'll be in the next phase Mm -hmm. yeah and i think what i understood that actually you are pretty much you live in this place as well and i can assume that you are involved also personally in the events and that you actually Whenever you have an event, whenever you manage something, whenever you pull up something that you get to see and enjoy what you have done, right? Yeah, and that's, I enjoy the guests coming to the cabins and I also enjoy doing the weddings Mm -hmm. because you start working with these couples. Most of the couples are getting married this year. I started working with them last year. So we, I've had the opportunity to be part of this dream that they've had. And I'm so excited. So our next round of weddings, we don't do a lot in the winter. We had one in February, but the, the winter is hard for weddings. So our next like big 
start of wedding season will be in June. And I'm just so excited to see these couples get married because they've shared their visions. They've talked about what they want to do on the property. And I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm really, really excited to see what happens with their, their ideas and their visions of what they want to do with the visions I created. So mm -hmm. that's a really special, special thing. Yeah. I can imagine it must be magical to, to pull this up and to make someone's dream come true, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and the couples have been amazing because we've been under renovation. So they've trusted that we were going to get certain things completed and they've been cheering us on too. So mm -hmm. it's been nice. Yeah. Lovely. Great. Helen, what piece of advice would you give to someone who wants to go on the same, uh, same adventure as you did? I'd say definitely find your people, find your group that is going to support you, but support you honestly. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have somebody saying, Helen, I think that is not a great idea. What if we did this instead? You need those people that are going to be honest with you and that will be there to help you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be people in person, like where you live. I have people that I reach out through social media that are on the other side of the country. I have a friend that will be doing a podcast with me coming up soon, and she's in Texas. And we are doing similar things, and it's great to have that, that person to, to share ideas with. Mm -hmm. So I think definitely find your people that you can share your ideas with, and they'll be honest with you. Yeah, that they don't shy off and say, this is not good be honest with you right about they think because i think if we yeah if we got led in the wrong direction and we trust those people and then you end up being like yeah but why, why didn't you do that before then we can come up with, with a different conversation than we actually meant to have exactly and i have this um one friend that anytime we finish the renovation and we have a cabin that's ready to be rented we have them stay in the cabin and then they tell us all right helen you're missing this um, you need to make this change for the bed. Um, it'd be great if there was extra hooks here. And so they give us a list, which is amazing because in the short-term rental world, so if you use Airbnb or Verbo or any of those types of things, the reviews are extremely important mm -hmm. for the business. So if you can have someone that will come and, and try it out and let us know what we need to fix, that's going to make our first guest from Airbnb or Verbo or any of those types of things give us a five-star review because mm -hmm. we solve those little problems. So it's great having those people that you can count on that will come and help you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your advice, your story. I think it's something quite unique as well to going from teacher to owning such a big property and renovating it and it's so different and it's so exciting to do this and i hope that this conversation will just encourage a lot of people to just simply go for their dreams because this shows that things are possible absolutely and don't be scared change is okay there is a lady um i i revert back to her wisdom all the time a lot of times in the United States, when somebody turns 100 years old, they will get interviewed. And someone will say, what's your secret to life? What is it that, you know, had helped you create like this happy, healthy, wonderful life? And this one lady, I'll never forget it, she said, every 10 years, I would change profession. 
and they would say why she said that she would meet new people she would learn new skills she would it gave her an opportunity to be creative and to continue expanding her tool set of what she could do mm-hmm. and she says i have friends all over the world i have all of these skills that i now know how to do because every 10 years i did something new and when i heard that i was like you know what i think i need a new skill set i think i need to do something new i need to meet new people and i've done that i i would not be speaking to you right now if i hadn't changed my career Mm -hmm. and i had an opportunity to be a co-author in a book called hospitable host too and that's 40 wonderful hosts from around the world and i got to travel to nashville to meet people from australia and africa and England. And I wouldn't have had that experience if I hadn't changed my career. And I'm really happy I did because now I have these new skill sets and this new opportunity to be creative and to meet people that I never would have met before if I was still in the classroom. So it's okay to make those changes. You have to accept the fact that it's going to be very different than your normal everyday life was prior. And that did take some time to adjust because as a teacher, we had our very, you know, our routine. I had summers off and now I do not have summers off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, making those changes and know that they're going to be okay. But I'm accepting with open arms these people that are coming into my life. And I am just thrilled to have this opportunity. Mm. Thank you for sharing, Helen. Thank you. So, Helen, let me ask you one last question before we leave this amazing conversation what do people misunderstand the most about you so i'm i'm not afraid to take a risk or to make a change a big change i mean leaving careers is definitely a big change mm-hmm. um so that part isn't scary for me but sometimes people think that i know what i'm doing <laughs> and i don't <laughs> Um, there's always a time that after I make a change that there's like a slight panic, like, oh my goodness, what did I do? And I think that's the part that people may not see or may not understand that I'm okay with making the change, but there is a point between the change and actually executing it that I do get nervous um, and that I may be panicking inside. I might be at home eating cookies thinking, oh my goodness, what did I do? Um, there's always that small point uh, in the process of, of taking that risk and making that jump and you know changing the career. And then once I get past that point, I'm fine. But I, I sometimes wonder if people think that I don't have that concern or mm-hmm. that nerves or mm-hmm. that type of a thing. I love that you're sharing this because I think that makes a perfect entrepreneur. We are like, we have to make those quick decisions and sometimes it comes so natural and the moment you've done it you'll be like oh my god what have I just done what did I just do right but um, I agree with you it can get scary later but I think this is what people say when they mean like yeah I decide now and I think about the problems later once they come like before you make more than they eventually might even come up right Yes. Yep. And, um, you know, a lot of times it's kind of thinking, okay, I'm going to make the jump and I have the parachute, but did I really think about how to use it? Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a tendency to do that 
um, you know, like, okay, let's move the building and put it on top of boulders. And it sounds easy. Like I'm going to just move the building, but then I don't, I'm not always great about thinking of all the little things that need to happen before that, which is great. Having a husband who is that way, who is great at looking at the logistics of things where I tend to be more of a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's great. But luckily we can all learn it. Yes, I'm I'm a big dreamer and I'm trying to slow down now to see like that's the part that I think sometimes people they'll look at it and say, Oh wow, like they they moved a building and put it on, you know, boulders. Yes, but if I did not have my husband, that bo- that building would not be secure. <laughs> you know, I, I picture the ideas in my head, but I need somebody to help with making it happen realistic execution yeah yeah <laughs> thank you for <Yes>. sharing <laughs> and how can people reach out to you yeah so if this is something you're thinking of doing and you want someone to talk to i'm happy to do that uh, my instagram handle is brookledge ny from new york and that's a great spot to see what we're doing as far as our adventures that we're doing here but that's a great way to reach out to me and I also just hop on a new social media app. I don't know if you've heard it. It's called Lemon, like the fruit lemon, and then the number eight. Have you heard no, about it? No, never before. I just joined it, and it's very picture-based. Mm-hmm. So it, so Instagram now is a lot of uh, videos and reels. And this one is, is if you took Instagram and Pinterest and put them together. It's a lot of beautiful pictures and a lot of kind of blog style where people are writing more than just a small caption. So we just joined that, and that one we're called um, Brookledge. There's no mm-hmm. NY, just Brookledge. And I'm kind of excited to see what that new social media app does and kind of curious to see what people will do with it. It's brand new, so it's just starting. And uh, might be interesting. So it's lemon, like the fruit, and then the number eight. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I love doing, doing new things, so we'll yeah. try it out. Wow, cool. I'm always happy to learn new things. This is exciting. I will check yeah. that out. And maybe, guys, you you find me on Lemon soon as well. Thank you. I'm always happy to expand my horizon. And this only happens if you meet new people in your life. So, guys, go out there, connect. And I'm happy we have this opportunity as well within the online world today um, to connect with each other. Otherwise, Helen, we would have probably never met. No, no, and I'm so happy I had an opportunity to meet. Yeah. I will put everything in the show notes, also the book you mentioned, you've been a co-author of it. Thank you for being my, being my guest. I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom. My pleasure. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much.